All right, it's six o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio FM and SF. I'm your host Pam Benjamin. Most of the comics aren't here yet that did their pre-sign, uh, so that's a thing. But is was Ernest? Did Ernest want to do a set since he's here? And is he here? Did he leave? This is his time. He either goes now or he forever holds his jokes and he has to wait till he's number 18. He's either 1 or 18. It's either 1 or 18. All right. He has to choose. No, he's not in. He's coming. All right, everybody. Hey, we're just going to get it started. Your first comedian of the night. He's here to make you laugh. Clap your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. Hey guys, how you guys doing? It's Monday. Did you take your Monday shits? How big was it? Pretty medium? Was it pretty and medium? Or pretty medium? Like was it pretty, did it have like long hair in it? Did it have, uh, could it speak to the dead? (laughs) I don't know. Um, this is my crowd work, guys. I'm going to speak to the dead. Hey, Jesus, how you doing? Yeah, I know. Am I right? Do you believe it? Your people? I don't know. Um, but yeah. Guys, uh, I've been pretty good, guys. Uh, recently, uh, I was playing with a butt plug. Hey, Duart. Hey, do you know this thing called a butt plug? Did you know that they have plungers at the end of it? And you could just stick it on walls and surfaces? And you could stick it on your phone? And you could have it like one of those iPhone holder thingies? And then you could put the... The butt plug that's still attached to the phone in the girl's butt, and you can watch Netflix. Did you know that? You should watch my OnlyFans, man. Okay. Um. Yeah. Speaking about OnlyFans, what if you don't get money for Only? Like you have OnlyFans and you make content, but no one gives you money. Could you apply for unemployment? As a, on, a struggling only fan dick butt plug medium. I also tried to talk to the dead while I'm on OnlyFans. Like could you hear me, John F. Kennedy? Does this dick feel like the bullet in your head? I was Marilyn Monroe's pussy. Okay, uh, this is some new stuff. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, speaking about, uh, school shooters, that's in the news, right? Mm hmm. And it, like, it's always a sad story about these school shooters, like, oh, yeah, I was trans and then I wanted to shoot up a Christian school, right? But what if we made it a positive okay guys follow me 
There's so many school shooters. Why don't they have a team? They get a team together, like a baseball team. And then the different school shooters fight against the other school shooters. And then maybe it's a Mexican school, and they have a a Mexican school shooting standoff. Okay. All right, guys. You guys have a good Monday. That was Ernest Evangelista with a mariachi band standoff. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky. Yay! Yo, check this out, man. Okay, talk to me about the future of Public Enemy. Future of Public Enemy. Yeah, future Public Enemy. Uh, let's get into it. I have been watching uh, the World Baseball Classic. I just love all international sports because it always sounds like the announcer is about to get canceled for something. Like, every time I listen, it's like, oh, you know, the thing about the Japanese. And you're like, ooh, what about them? Oh, man. Uh, uh, it's been a weird month. My girlfriend has been traveling. She's been gone for five days, so I have jerked off five times today. Uh, no, my girlfriend is Asian, which is my way of telling you that I'm Jewish. Uh, a lot of Jews and Asians date. I think it's because our parents are so similar. Like, my parents are frugal. Her parents are frugal. My parents are controlling. Her parents are controlling. My parents, totally ashamed of my career path. Her parents, totally ashamed of her taste in men. All right. Uh, a lot of <laughs> uh, it's a, I'm a, a white guy dating an Asian girl, so obviously people are weird about it. A friend of mine, it was like a really weird question. He was like, oh, do you have a favorite type of Asian girl, which is super fucked up, but he, he went with it. He's like, you have a favorite type? A uh, Chinese girl. Korean girl, a Japanese girl. I'm like, dude, honestly, they're all so great. I think it's a tie. All right. It is silly. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But no, people are very weird about it when you're in like an interracial couple. They'll always ask you if the race of the person that you're dating, like if you have a thing for them, which is super insulting to just imply that someone chooses the person they love the same way you choose a phone case at Best Buy. It's like, do you have it in black? I don't really need the product details. They're all pretty much the same. Just make sure it's my favorite color. It's actually kind of a bad example because my girlfriend, or my phone case was also made in China. Uh, had to figure that one out for a second. Um, all right, fuck this. Let's do other stuff. Um, I got diagnosed with a disease last year. That was fun. I uh, got diagnosed with a disease, and if you have a disease, you'll know that people often say that it's hard having it, but the worst part is seeing how your disease affects the people close to you. And as someone suffering from lactose intolerance, the people closest to me have suffered greatly. Uh, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, uh, which is super difficult at work because I, <laughs> I like, have to shit every 45 minutes which is super embarrassing because I just have to like get up and run out of the room with no explanation. And I don't want to tell my coworkers that I like have to poop all the time. I don't want them thinking about what I'm doing in there. So I'm just trying to convince them that I have a debilitating coke habit. 
I feel like that's an easier way to go about it, right? Like, I, I'd rather they think that I party than that I shit all the time. All right. <laughs> I don't. I don't do. I don't do the hard stuff, to be honest. I, I'm nothing against you if you do. I've just seen what drugs can do to people. You know, like my best friend once sucked a dude's dick in a parking garage for 45 minutes, just for some coke. And honestly, for all that effort, I should have given him more than a key bump. He earned it. I did that joke a couple of weeks ago, and this one woman was like, 45 minutes is too long. Like, okay, so what's the appropriate amount of time to suck dick for coke? Any, anyone know? I don't know. Till they come, yeah? There's not really a punchline there. I'm just I'm curious what the appropriate amount of time is. Do I have a last show? All right, let's uh, end on this stupid one. Uh, when a vegan dad abandons their family, do they tell their kids that they're going out for a carton of almond milk? All right, thanks for your time, guys. Let's get it on. Almond milk, Josh Katsky, yay. All right, moving right along. Uh, Dakota or Spencer, who wants to go up next? Put your hands together, everybody, for Dakota Price. Yay! Yes, the dance you raise your fist to the music. United we stand, yes, the fight we fall together. We can Yoinked it straight from Spencer. I wanted to go first. Yeah, you would. Thank you so much. Uh, how's everybody doing? Woo! Yeah! I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, my cousin Wrangler, he's a... Six-time convicted felon. And, you know, we should have seen the signs considering his favorite movies growing up were movies like The Longest Yard, you know, Menace to Society, High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> you know, it's really weird, though. No, my cousin, like, actually, like, I remember being, you know, like, the teenagers with him, and he, he really had seen all three of the high school musicals and knew every word, like, the dances and stuff. So I just imagine, like, you know, him trying to get, like, together, like, you know, like, get some time off his sentence while he's in prison. He's, like, organizing a group. And you just see him and a bunch of other white supremacists just, like, we're all in this together. <laughs> oh. Like, doing the fucking dance, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Uh, fucking gotta push it, push it to the limit. Uh, or, you know, like, it's, like, I think, you know, he thought if he went to prison, it would be, like, in the movie The Longest Yard. You know, he'd get to organize a football team. You know, and uh, take on the guards, and it'd just be a real, like, coming, you know, together moment, like, for the boys, you know. I think he just likes camaraderie. I really think that's what it is. Like, he just likes just hanging out with his bros in prison. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I recently got some uh, new headphones. Uh, the, they're bone conduction headphones. Uh, do you know what bone conduction headphones are? You that just walked in the door? Do you know what bone conduction headphones are? They're the they're 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 headphones that use the technology to where they don't go in your ears. They they rest here on this bone and uh, it vibrates into your inner ear. So it it, it doesn't you know it plays just vibrates a frequency. So this technology was first invented 15 years ago to uh, help encourage kids to brush their teeth by playing the Miley Cyrus like intro music you know while they brush their teeth and. You know what I'm talking? It'd vibrate your teeth, and you'd hear the song in your head. It was really cool. Uh, I wish I had one of the toothbrushes because I could actually do it, and like you could, uh, you could put it in your mouth and open your mouth, and uh, you could hear it. Really cool. Um, 
Anyway, that's kind of silly, right? I, I got some of those headphones. Those are really cool. Like, you brush on your teeth, you know. Anyway. They're now they're cool headphones. Anyway, uh, so I saw on the news recently that Kanye West likes the Jews again. It's because he watched 21 Jump Street with Jonah Hill in it. And he was like, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good movie. Yeah, no, like, that. his, his, his performance just made me like the Jews again. Apparently, and yeah, this is the first time in my whole life I've ever been like happy. I've been compared to like Jonah Hill my entire life. Like, hey, you're that dude from Superbad. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of Kanye, he's just crazy, wilding out, right? Does anybody remember when he tried to release Donda on a stem player? Do any of y'all have a stem player? Do you know what a stem player is? So a stem player is like a cool MP3 device that is like the master track, so you can like take out the chorus, whatever, whatever the fuck. He's like, we're only releasing Donda on the stem player. Could you imagine if, <laughs> could you imagine if uh, his next crazy idea is like, all right, I'm dropping my next album, and it's on this toothbrush. Ah. <laughs> he's going to have a bonus track on there where he's like, the only white thing I like to see is my teeth sparkling in the mirror. <laughs> anyway. Y'all have a great night. It's me, Dakota Prize. Woo! Dakota Prize, everyone. Hooray. All right. We're back on the list. Clap your hands for your next comedian, everybody. It's Art Galustian. You really are, Tim. You better wake up and smell a real flavor. is a fake life safe. Hello, everybody. Wow, packed out show today, guys. Keep it down. Please keep it down. Reduce the talking. Stop it. I don't know what the fuck I want to talk about today. I'm getting real tired of all my material, so I want to do shit I don't normally do. Bomb for like four minutes. But, um. Yeah. What's up, Josh? Filipinos. To answer your question. Not my favorite type of. Had to be there. Um, guys, I work in tech, but I hate tech companies. Because they do all types of, like, real fucked up shit, right? They do. But then at the same time, they try to make themselves look progressive, you know? <laughs> like, you look at Apple, for example. Apple used to use child labor in Asia to manufacture their iPhones. You guys remember that? And at the same time, they're like, hey, look how progressive we are. Because now when you use emojis, you get to put your point. I kind of liked it better when all the emojis were just yellow, you know? Because that way we're all the same color as the kids who made the iPhones. I thought it was pretty neat. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. I hate emojis because I think we have too many fucking emojis. Did you guys know we have over 3,000 fucking emojis? And I actually made a list of all the emojis. So I'm just going to stand here and read all of them to you guys. So we have a black square inside a white square and a white square inside a black square. Who the fuck is using that? What is the use case for that? We have 19 different hearts and only one broken heart. Not very representative of my love life. We have 24 different clocks, one for each hour of the day, unnecessary. We have an emoji for like every single emotion and expression, and then another set of emojis for every single emotion and expression, but expressed as a cat. <laughs> if you're using cat emojis, I'm gonna fucking block you. Don't talk to me. We have an emoji for a pregnant woman, a pregnant man, and a pregnant non-binary person. I'm surprised we don't have a pregnant cat emoji. 
But I think if Apple really wanted to be so progressive, they shouldn't only have emojis for pregnancy, but also for abortion. It would be something cute like a baby skull or something, I don't know. <laughs> I think crackheads in San Francisco are really rude. I was on bar late at night, it was just me on the entire bar chain, a crackhead walks in and sits right next to me and just whips out a crack pipe and starts smoking it. True story. And just the fucking audacity for him to come on an empty train to sit right next to me, whip out his crack pipe, and smoke it the entire time for the entire 30-minute ride and not even offer me a hit once. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> Fucked up. You know what I'm talking about, Spencer? Yeah. <laughs> just the audacity. What else did I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about, Spencer? Hot dogs. Is hot dog a sandwich? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, let's end it with this. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I'm in my 30s and I'm not married and I have Armenian parents and like to them that's like a catastrophe, right? Because they really want you to get married and have kids and shit. So my mom was like, Art, how would you feel if I set you up with a nice girl from Armenia? I was like, that shit ain't gonna work, you know? Like, how am I supposed to even communicate with this girl when she lives all the way in Armenia and I live with my girlfriend? Okay, bye. My girlfriend is calling. Just kidding, I don't know. You might or might not have a girlfriend. <laughs> Nobody cares anyways. Woo. No, it's okay. We care if you're happy or not. You look happy. Uh, your next sweetie, and it's his birthday. I hope that he's happy. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Jared Senna. That's right. Give it up for me. Yeah. All right. All right. How's your food, Ashley? Is it great? It's delicious. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Fuck yeah. How you doing, man? Right? I don't have material. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, you know, in high school, I had uh, trouble dating. Uh, but instead of working on my personality, I just carried a skateboard everywhere I went. Damn, I thought I wrote that, and I was like, this is going to be fire. I guess not. I guess not. Okay, um, you know, uh, yeah, I just turned 24, um, uh, definitely, yeah, definitely a weird age, I'm in my mid-20s now, it's only gonna get more depressing from here, yeah. <laughs> 24, yeah. How are you doing, man? Great. All right, cool. I don't have birthday jokes. Oh, God. Uh, San Francisco's cool. Uh, there's a lot of gay people here. I fuck with the gays. Um, I say that because I dated a bisexual girl once. Real uh, eye-opening experience for me and the woman I dated. I realize you need to be more empathetic towards what gay people go through. And she realized that she doesn't like men. <laughs> I like the gateway to becoming a lesbian, you know? I'm, sm I'm five foot two. I have a septum piercing. You know, um, 
But like, I'm as toxic as like any straight man out there. Like, I just started a podcast, so that should probably. Oh yeah, shut that door, John. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shut the door once the Asian man comes in. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just started podcasting, and honestly, if you guys hated me right now, I would, I would, I would understand. Like, I hate myself too. I told myself I would never become this, but here I am. I'm be, I'm a podcaster now. Uh. I can feel myself becoming more douchier with every episode, you know? <laughs> you know, like my first episode, I'm just talking about like, you know, current events. And now I'm like advocating for meditation. <laughs> Thank you. You're really helping this bomb right now. <laughs> oh. Ashley got the biggest laugh in my entire set. What the fuck, guys? Okay. Oh. The dumb. Oh, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, she dropped her chopstick. All right. I'll do one more joke, then I'll leave. Nice. I started doing stand-up because uh, I was actually very heartbroken. My ex got a new boyfriend, and I was really depressed about it. Learned about the hard way, and I was like, hey, I got two tickets to Disneyland. You want to come? And she was like, I would love to come with my new boyfriend. Yeah, what what a bitch, right? And that was really confusing for me because if there's anything I know about my brother, it's that he hates Disneyland. What? All right. That's my time. <laughs> Share it, everyone. It's his birthday. And those are, it, he doesn't, I don't even think he has a brother. So I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be okay. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> Ashley's like, I don't understand what suspension of belief is. Ah! Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, we're a little bit out of order just because of the way they arrived. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Dan Guan, everyone. Whoa, we got crawlers up here? I Oh yeah, no, I I'm I'm back, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, yeah, yeah. I I am the international comedian. I I recently just came back from Japan a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Thank yes, yes. If you guys have never been to Japan, you guys should go to Japan. It's a very cool place. Very interesting, especially as you go as an Asian American, because when you go to Japan, everyone thinks you blend in too well which becomes very problematic. All the tourists start thinking I'm Japanese. Uh, one time, uh, this British couple bumped into me on the subway, and then they just bowed. <laughs> now, uh, as a Chinese person, I am offended for Japanese people. But as an American, I can't help but say, yeah, you better bow, bitch. Like, <laughs> this is my fucking country now. Go buy me a beer, actually. Like, I want an apology. Uh, no, it's cool. You guys should uh, definitely go to Japan. Okay, cool. Um, local jokes, local jokes. Uh, I, uh, so if you can already tell by now, I, I, so I have a very deep voice. And uh, I actually developed this voice at a very young age. Uh, got caught in a lot of like, very interesting situations. Like I remember growing up in middle school, like, a lot of teachers would come up to me and they'll say, hmm, you have a very soothing voice, Dan. <laughs> 
And my only thought was, why are you talk, telling this to a 13-year-old, Mrs. Smith? Like, what? Aren't you married? Like, um, Also, it gets to be like a very chaotic as well because I used to work at my dad's restaurant as a, call, as a caller, uh, and I would always take in orders, but it would be very awkward when they would want to speak to the manager. Like, I would be taking the call, and they would be like, no, 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 I want to talk to your father. So I'd bring my dad, but he can't speak English, so he would just hand the phone to me, you know, just be like this. Hey, uh, Daddy wants to talk to you. Ah, uh, yes, this is the manager speaking again. How am I to help you? Okay, uh, that's, we'll try we'll try that one again. Um, let's see. Uh, speaking of my dad, uh, my dad is a he recently just retired a year ago, and uh, and uh, he's been facing a lot of uh, empty nest syndrome. Uh, he's been trying to call and try to figure out what he should do for his hobbies. Uh, the other day, he told me he fixed his problem. Uh, he said, son, I figured out how to fix my empty nest syndrome. I uh, became an Uber driver, <laughs> which I was like, how does that fix your empty nest syndrome? He's like, you know, I just like to pick up a lot of kids by, by your school, and uh, <laughs> picking them up drunk is just like picking you up when you were drunk. You know, it just really hit. Okay, cool. That just became like a little sad story. All right, never mind. Just thought just thought it was a funny, funny one in my, in my head. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, I, uh, uh, I've been trying to date a bit more, and uh, one of the things that ladies sometimes tells me is that uh, they're into older men. Uh, they, you know, they like someone who's more mature, and they said, hey, uh, maybe you should start like, acting like your father. Uh, now, the w <laughs> only weird thing is that my only frame of reference is my older Asian father, so now when I go on dates, all I do is just walk with my hands. I also noticed that when I started getting, I started to act a little older, I start to think have older dad thoughts. Like now when she's taking off her clothes, I look at her clothes and be like, hmm, good fabric. You know, just, <laughs> all right, that, that was a dumb joke. Okay, uh, and yeah, that's about it. Okay, cool, thanks guys. That's Dan Guan appreciating fine fabrics and the make and the well-made article of clothing that's our international comedian dan Juan. all right keep that energy up for your next comedian everybody clap your hands together for denise lee uh, i've been i've been working on portion control yeah one of my goals is to like not eat a whole bag of chips at once so I'm doing pretty good. Like I buy two bags of chips at a time and then just eat half of one bag and then half of the other bag. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, earlier I was walking here and I was waiting for like the cross light to turn green, but I got impatient so I started walking while the light was still red. And everyone behind me was also waiting, but when I started walking, they started following me. And now I think I understand the appeal of being a cult leader. <laughs> like, if a, like if a group of strangers will break a law with me, like what else would they do for me, you know? Uh, I, like, I like astrology. I like astrology simply because I think like the animals in astrology are really cute. I grew up with a Chinese zodiac, which was like our version of bullshit, you know? Uh, but but I hated the Chinese zodiac because like the animals were like super unflattering, like it would be like oh you're like the year of the rat, 
or year of the snake or the cow. And I just hated telling people stuff like, oh, I'm a year of the pig, you know? <laughs> but when I tell people I'm a Capricorn, it's just like, oh, it's a cute little goat. My favorite adjective is the word little. Like, I, I like to add the word little to things to make them more endearing. Like, oh, would you like a little snack? No. Well, the other day, my friend was telling me about sending a girl some nudes, and I accidentally said, nudes of what, your little dick? <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was nice. Uh, I daydream a lot, which gets me into, like, sticky situations. Like, I was at a yoga class over the weekend, and a guy in front of me caught me staring at him in the mirror. He thought I was checking him out, but I was not checking him out. I was thinking about what I wanted to eat for dinner. <laughs> he was like, you know, this is, v is very objectifying to, like, check, check other people out. And then I was like, and then I, like, hesitated because I don't know. It just didn't feel right to tell him that I was thinking about, like, my salmon defrosting <laughs> on my kitchen counter. So I was like, you're right. It is wrong to objectify men. It just somehow sounded better. Uh, I've, been, I've been trying new things. Like, recently, I tried out a pole dancing class. My best friend's super into it. She was like, pole dancing is great for increasing your confidence. And I was like, I've never said anything about having low confidence before. <laughs> Well, I tried this pole dancing class, and like after the class, I went up to my friend and I was like, "Hey, do you think I could do pole dancing like professionally?" And she was like, "I don't think that's a good idea." And I was like, "Why not?" And she was like, "You know, I just get very stressed out watching you pole dance." <laughs> she was like, "Most pole dancers have the vibe of like a Playboy model." but you have the vibe of like a McGraw-Hill geometry textbook model. Just a strong work ethic, but it's too much. Okay, thank you. Denise Lee. Uh, everybody clap your hands for Denise Lee. Yay. All right, your next comedian, a funny lady. Clap your hands together for Sophia Garrow. Okay, thank you. Um, my mom called me last week. She was really upset about the Nashville shooting. I'm sure we all heard about that. It was really awful. Um, but what she was upset about, she was like, I can't believe a woman would do this. <laughs> I don't understand how a woman is capable of this with all her maternal instincts. I don't understand. Next thing you know, I'm defending the shooter. <laughs> I was like, Mom, women can murder just as well as men. <laughs> Capable of all the same things. Lack of empathy, hatred of children. We've seen dance moms. <laughs> but uh, then I found out that the shooter actually identified as male. I was like, like I said, <laughs> a woman would never do something like this. Only a man could. If nothing else, proof of a very successful transition. <laughs> right, exactly. <You> know. <laughs> 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 but 
but I, I've always heard about porn for women, but I'd never seen it, so I got curious the other day. It's supposed to be more realistic than regular porn, you know, so I Googled it, looked at the first link that popped up, and uh, the opening scene in this video was a woman finding out she's pregnant. I was oh. like, we didn't mean that realistic, <laughs> you know. And then uh, the next scene, she's breaking the news to her boyfriend, and he is thrilled. I was like, okay, well, now regular porn is more realistic. Can we <laughs> recenter here? Let's <laughs> refocus. And then, uh, okay, so then the action start. Things start to get a little steamy. And just as we're s they start to get going, he leans into her and he's like, you're going to be such a great mom. What the fuck kind of dirty talk is that? This is not the character development we asked for. What is going on? We were Women were like... We just don't want to be slapped in the face by dicks anymore. <laughs> and the porn industry was like, closest we can do is motherhood. I don't know. <laughs> the best we can do. I would love to see that scene in like regular porn, right? She's like, I'm pregnant. He's like, I just got to grab something in my car real quick. And that would be her getting fucked, end scene, you know? <laughs> That'd be that. They won't be watching that anymore, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I, I have a, a bunch of people in my life who are very into therapy. They've been going for years, and it's worked great for them. And that, I, I love that for them, you know? But I think at some point, those people start to analyze, like, everyone around them. And that bothers me, you know? Like, my brother is that way. He's like, I think Bill is lashing out because he's just struggling to connect with his inner child, you know? Like, I think Bill is just struggling with being a piece of shit. You know, there's no need. And if he were to f connect with his inner child, which I hope he does, I think he would find that the child is a piece of shit too. You know, I, there's no need to look so deep into it. He's like, he's always like, Sophie, I think you might be neurodivergent. <laughs> like, I'm not neurodivergent. I'm just a little stupid. Like, <laughs> Let us be fucked up in peace, you know? Like, we don't, we don't need this. Okay, thank you so much. Bye! Yay! Sophia Garrow, she's not... Just because you like trains doesn't make you neurodivergent. All right. Your next comedian is one of my favorite people in the Bay. Clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut! Yay! Yay! Yeah. Microphone, hand, yay! Yeah. I often ask myself, what do I do now? And then I play this back and forth thing, like in Marty. I don't know, what do you want to do? I don't know, what do you want to do? And I'm home, and there are a lot of choices. Like I can eat, I can certainly sleep, I can write and create, I can certainly sleep, I could go out in the world and be among people. And then there are other options when to get out in the world. There are so many things to do when you're out there. And then just many things to not do, like this joke. Because <laughs> it's without a punchline until now. Well, no, not even now. Um, but you got to do something. You can be, but you got to do something. You got to have, overall, it's frowned upon if you don't have something to do. 
Yeah. Um, besides, we'd be bored if we were just being all the time and not doing. You have to be doing something cool, something fun, something like voting out women's rights or shooting up a school. <laughs> you know, something constructive like that. <laughs> and for, for those of you who are paying attention, those are some of the things that we do not do. That needs work, but that's new. What if push came to shove and shove wasn't home? <laughs> what then? What does push do with the casserole that she has that she's bringing over to give shove? Does she leave it on the porch? What if shove isn't coming back right away and the casserole goes bad? <laughs> I'll tell you what she does. She goes right back home and she eats that casserole because shove can shove it. She's pushing back. Next time, let shove come to push. Because <laughs> push is usually home. She's got a DUI. She can't go anywhere. <laughs> what? Thank you. Shut up. No, that's all right. Why does the weather app differentiate partly cloudy from mostly cloudy? They even have, I don't know either, they even have a separate, <laughs> a separate cloud symbol to represent cl partly cloudy and mostly cloudy. And it's ridiculous because they're both cloudy. You can't see. Everything is <laughs> fucked up. I think that you're just making work for yourself, Mr. Weatherman, so make you look busy and all important in case Jesus comes back. <laughs> That's what I think. Thank you. All right. Um, in addition to my other wonderful attributes, I'm also a perfectionist. Once I spent 20 minutes trying to find the perfect place to hang a post-it that said, do not waste time. <laughs> That's my time. Thanks very much. I'm Lauren. <laughs> Crowd with all kinds of new material. That's very exciting. Yay. All right. Your next comedian. He's been making ripples and waves all over the scene. Clap your hands together for Rafi Wolfgang. Yay. Hello, everybody. How we doing? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You got a great, another great night at Mutiny Radio, huh? How about it? Fuck yeah. So um, I was born in uh, 1997, so I have a weird relationship with the internet. The internet was all fucked. Do you guys remember when the internet was all fucked up for a little while, right? It was like the Wild West for a little while. It was all sorts of weird websites and shit. Like, I saw Two Girls, One Cup when I was eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fucked up, guy. The first boob I saw had poop on it, and that's <laughs> fucked me up in the head. It really has. To this day, I can only masturbate on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> The weird fetish I have. I have to be sitting on the toilet to masturbate. It's weird. Some of you guys probably do the same thing. You guys probably also saw Two Girls, One Cut back in the day, huh? But, uh... <laughs> and again, I was born in 97, so I also, I also don't remember 9-11. Right? I was four years old. I'm like the first <laughs> generation. I don't remember 9-11. 
Two Girls, One Cup was fucking my 9-11. Everything changed. I, I was freaking the fuck out. I really was. I was freaking out. I was like, holy shit. We need to fucking bomb someone for this shit. We need to invade a country or something. And like, I don't know who did Two Girls, One Cup, but you know who didn't do Two Girls, One Cup? Al-Qaeda. Why the fuck were we going after them? That seemed like a fucking waste of time for me just bombing brown people out in the desert for no fucking reason. You know which brown people we should have been bombing? The white girls covered in poop. Those are the fucking brown people that should have been bombing. <laughs> Fucked up. I would have rather seen 9-11, honestly. I really would have. I really would have. I would have rather seen 9-11. 9-11 is like softcore porn compared to Two Girls, One Cup. I went back and watched it. Not that bad. <laughs> I have not watched Two Girls, One Cup again. <laughs> I've watched it once, and I'm never going back. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> so I was watching a, I was watching The Dark Knight the other day, um, and I used to fuck with Batman a lot. I used to think he was really cool, but he doesn't hit the same in this day and age, right? Batman's a shitty superhero, and everyone knows he's a shitty superhero because he doesn't have powers, but also he's a shitty superhero because he doesn't actually fucking help. He doesn't. He just shows up and commits a way worse crime than what the fuck was going originally going on, right? Like a criminal will like steal an old lady's purse, and Batman will show up and break his fucking legs. Like, whoa, fucking take it easy, Batman. He probably really needed that money. He's probably hungry now. He has fucking can't. Well, he always justifies it like an asshole too. Say some like meta weird metaphors like someone has to stand up to Gotham. Like, okay, fucking Batman, you're just another criminal. You just dress at Hot Topic. Fucking get over yourself. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> Can you imagine like what Batman would be like in San Francisco? That shit would be wild. <laughs> that would be so fucking wild, dude. Batman in San Francisco. Like imagine there's like a homeless guy, right? He's all scurrying around, right? He's pooping on the sidewalk, right? He's taking a poop. He's like, yeah, pooping on the sidewalk. And then Batman just hangs down above him and shits on his head. It's like, oh, come on, Batman. That was way worse. Was way worse crime you just committed. Jesus Christ. And then he's just like, if you want to clean the streets, sometimes you have to make a mess. <laughs> Jesus, Batman! Just fucking shout on a homeless guy. Anyway, guys, that's all. That's uh, that's all I got for you guys. Give it up for yourselves. Thank you. Ruffy Wolfgang. That's very funny. Shitting on homeless people from above. It makes me think of Spider-Man being upside down, and and you know when they have that kiss scene, except that there's they poop. All right, your next comedian is one of my favorite people in the Bay. Clap your hands together for Spencer Devine. of it one at a time. Uh, you know what pissed me off ever since I was a kid? As uh, the song, uh, Who Took the Cookie from the Cookie Jar? That fucking procedural drama. It's like, who, who took the cookie from the cookie jar? First off, you just pick a, you pick a suspect at random. Oh, you're like, ah, Kevin did it. Kevin took a cookie from the cookie jar. Fine, we've picked... We picked a fucking suspect. Now we find out if Kevin did it or not. Except for Kevin immediately goes, who, me? And everyone goes, yeah, you, Kevin. We've confirmed it's you. He's like, uh, no, it couldn't be. <laughs> All right, then who did it? <laughs> like immediately, immediately give up on the, why go through the trouble of making Kevin like, Suspect number one in the second he's like, I didn't do it. Oh shit, guys, he didn't do it. Kevin likes cookies. We all like fucking cookies. I guess that's the moral is anyone could have done it. I don't know. 
99 bottles of beer on the wall. Take one down, pass it around. 98 bottles. Who drinks beer like that? Who drinks beer like that? You go to a party, and there's a, there's a bunch of beers, and you go to get one, and they're like, no, no, no. We take one. <laughs> we pass it around. And when that one is gone, then we can get a second beer. And that's how COVID started, was that song. Uh, I love penguins uh, because I watch a lot of Netflix, and they walk funny, and they have great personalities. They are the Arctic's tiny gentlemen, and I'm all about it. They're born to grow into their own tuxedo. Like, how, 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 how boss is that? God was like, oh, I'm not going to let them fly, but that doesn't mean they can't look it. You know, he built it into them. They're like tiny James Bonds's. <laughs> License to chill, you know? Uh, Dr. Snow. Uh, Quantum of Saul Ice. I wrote, these are so good. Uh, Dive Another Day. Uh, live and Let Slide. <laughs> I wrote all these. I love I love penguins because there's never anything in my life that I will care as much about or as put as much effort into as they do into jumping like 16 inches vertically. <laughs> like it's a big deal every time. It's just right, Jeff. Everyone's fucking watching you. You're a failure. Okay, you you did you you only have you only have one mate, you know. Every, you're un, you're uncoordinated. Okay, if you don't do this, they're not gonna put you in happy feet. Okay, you gotta make sure. Oh my god, it's incredible. Did you know that penguins travel thousands of miles each way just to get food to bring back and throw up in their child's mouth? I feel like that was an excuse made up by one of the less committal penguins. He's like, oh no, babe, I swear the nearest salmon is a thousand miles away. I'm going to be gone for like weeks. And you may be saying, Spencer, penguins don't eat salmon. Aren't salmon a river fish? And then I would say to you, fuck you. I did the research on this joke. Give the respect to the California River penguin that it deserves. <laughs> huh? It's real. Look into it, okay? And uh, the, sometimes people are like, penguins aren't that nice. Do you see when they're very territorial with their babies? So when other babies come up, they're just like, Fuck no, get out of here. And people are like, that's so cruel. That's so cruel. But imagine if someone else's kid came up to you and demanded something. Your first reaction is, fuck you, get out of here. You're not my child. Like, your parents won't believe you if I hit you a little bit. Uh, and penguin babies don't politely ask for shit. They're just like, vomit in my mouth! Vomit in my mouth! I will! Yeah! And that's how penguins eat. Okay, thank you. I'm in Spencer Divine. Spencer Divine. No one has more bird material than him.
He's the number one bird comic in the San Francisco scene. All right, uh, we're moving into the comment section, but I'll be putting um, some of the waitlist people in between. So it's four minutes sets, and then there's microphones sort of strewn all about the station, and we take notes and give comments and be helpful and tags and all that kind of fun stuff. So clap your hands together for your first comedian of the comment section, GD. Hi, hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hi. I refuse to recognize my colleagues after 5 p.m. because of work-life balance. So last Saturday, my manager messaged me, hey, can you close this task? It was 6 p.m. So I replied, no! I'm looking for a new job now, so if you uh, have <laughs> didn't know any openings, let me know. Have you been so single that you forgot how a vagina used to look like back in the day? Before having sex, I have to watch porn for one hour just to, so that I can locate. <laughs> if you show me a photo of an ear and a vagina, I won't be able to tell the difference. They both look the same. This looks like a clit. And you can do alphabets both ways. You can tell the alpha alphabets in the ear, A, B, C, D, and you can do alphabets down there, A, B, C, D. You got that, you think you relate with this. Anyways, I went to the gym because I someone told me girls like strong boys. But in the locker room, all the guys were butt naked for some reason, like a weird technique of flashing. If you want to learn flashing, you should meet my father. Anyways, that's a different joke. But uh, <laughs> I complained to the gym manager. He said, no, 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 they're not flashing you. They're just changing. It's OK. That's how it happens in America. So nobody cares. I said, if nobody cares, why did they all complain when I was naked yesterday outside the locker room, jerking off? But still, what about the culture? This is America. Uh, recently, I met someone who made me un uninstall all the dating apps on my phone. I'm talking about my phone storage capacity. There are so many dating apps, um, and all of them are like every ne next app, every new app is weird than the previous app. There is one app where girls can find guys behind the bars in prison. That app is called uh, Women Behind Bars. I want to make a new app. I have an idea. If, you, if you're interested, you can invest. You can Venmo me. My app will connect a person who is suicidal and a person who wants to commit a murder. It will be a killer app. Come on. My life is shitty. I want to kill myself. My life is shitty. I want to commit a murder. Download killer. And then the murder happens. He goes to jail. And turns out he has a girlfriend next day. She's using women behind bars. I went to a speed dating event recently. And as I entered, it became a speed rejection event. The organizer told me, if you stay here any longer, it will become a speed suicidal event. I said, great, I will get new customers for my killer app. 
My cat is pregnant. My dog is missing. That's not a joke, that's a life situation. <laughs> At least he's better than me, he's getting sex. <laughs> I used to date a girl back in India. She was disabled. She didn't have a heart. <laughs> she was super mean. She would disrespect everyone. She would say mean things about people. So I fucked her ear. I couldn't tell the difference. A ear, ear and vagina. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Wow. GD, everyone. All right. Comments. We've got microphones up here. Uh, I really like the the fucking I'd fucking ear joke. You know, it's like I can't tell the difference between a vagina and an ear. Uh, you could always do like a bunch of other analogies too. Like I saw somebody's armpit yesterday, and like it made me feel some type of way or you know like you know that fold like you know like yeah, yeah. With, with a with a, a heavier set person's leg you know yeah. the knee the, yeah it looks it's very enticing and you could probably do something with it sure you know? um and then you know uh with the way you tie it back in at the end that's really funny but like when you say that i dated a girl that's disabled uh, she's missing a heart uh, I, I think it'd be really funny if uh like you you do that and then i fucked her ear and she's actually in a wheelchair. You know, she's actually, you know, like, she's missing a heart and her legs don't work. Or, you know, something, you know, like, like got she's... Got it, got it. Feedback noted. Thank you. Um, what was it? Oh, you Thank can you. work with the killer app. I think there's more metaphors, more jokes out of that. Like, th you don't have to follow the app because the app follows you, ah. you know? Yeah. Or st stuff like that. And then um, ear vagina joke. Ears get wet. You know, so sometimes <laughs> ears are wet in what, so like, what situations like that, you know. Got it. More ways than ears like a vagina. Thank you. Know? Thanks, Spencer. Yeah. Um, and if you forget what a vagina looks like, you can always uh, <laughs> study Georgia O'Keeffe paintings <laughs> or junior high sex manuals. Or you can go to like Planned Parenthood waiting rooms and look through like the, the literature. I don't know any of these, but I'll oh, research. Okay. I'll research. I'll they um, had, for sure. uh, yeah. I guess those are all very American things. Yeah. Um, and then slow down. I lost some of your words just because you have an accent and there's diction issues, but it's okay. It's, I like your accent. It just slow down a little bit so that we don't miss any words. And Thank just you. a fun little Americanism. Homicidal is the word for murder. So you say suicidal, and it would if you pair them up with people who are homicidal. Homicidal, homicidal people are those who commit murder. Got it. It's like just a technical term. Okay, okay, sure. I'll, I'll use that next time. And when the ear and the vagina thing, which I love, um, you can tell secrets to both. Oh! <laughs> and then bring it back around with the secret that you told, you know, if you were pregnant. Oh, okay. I've, I took the feedback last time as well. I did alphabets, so I'll, like, uh, alphabets, so yeah. <laughs> Thank oh, you. the alphabet thing. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Talk, whisper in the ear. That's that's very cute. <laughs> Any other comments? All right, clap your hands in a while. Slap you like motion for GD. Yay! All right, your next comedian. We're not gonna do comments. We're just gonna give him a four-minute set. Clap your hands together for Dwat Mai. Yay! Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, what's inside this cup? Water. Water. Yeah. That makes you not allowed to drive. 
That kind of water, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I, I look on the bright side a lot. You know, I'm a bright side kind of a person. The other day I heard about somebody dying in a fiery car crash. And I looked on the bright side. Maybe the impact of the crash paralyzed them from the neck down, <laughs> and they can only feel their head burning. <laughs> Let's look on the bright side. <laughs> Some of you are like, that's kind of dark. Well, quit your job and get on my side. <laughs> if you don't have a nine to five, maybe you'll appreciate the darker things in life. These jokes, by the way, are for the unemployed. So <laughs> if you laughed, I guess I know where your financial situation is. If you didn't laugh, well, make a donation to the Children's Orphanage of Vietnam, my son lives there. <laughs> yes, yes. My, my grandfather said, life's short. Life is short. I said, yeah, but it's the longest thing I've ever experienced. And he died in confusion. <laughs> death, death. Hey, one of these days, I'm going to finally vote. Or I'm going to marry somebody with the complete opposite political viewpoints, and on election day, be like, hey, our votes are just going to cancel each other out anyway. Why don't we stay home? We can hop in the bed and debate. <laughs> you can be the elephant, and I'll be the donkey. <laughs> Come on, baby. What do you think about the budget? Hey, um, did you guys... Any lawyers in here? Any lawyers? No lawyers. No lawyers. I, no, no lawyers at the other show either. I guess they're all working, but uh, no lawyers anywhere. But I think the law is weird. Did you know that premeditated murder penalizes you for thinking? Did you think before you shot him? Yeah. Oh, you should have shot him in the heat of the moment. <laughs> you would have been eligible for parole. <laughs> now you're eligible for nothing. Maybe a game of basketball every hour, every week, uh, or something. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about something else. Hey, did you guys know that people jump off bridges to kill themselves? I know. I don't know if I would ever do something like that. Because, like, what if the thrill of the jump reinvigorates my enthusiasm for life? Halfway down, like, I want to live. <laughs> What if I survive? What if, I, what if I'm a paraplegic? Now I'm in a wheelchair telling people, hey, I'll give you $1,000 if you throw me off the bridge. Do it hard. Do it hard. Hey, hanging myself. That's, I, that is the way. If I change my mind, I'll grab the rope and I'll pull myself up. And if I change my mind again, I'll let it go. And then I'll put my hands in my pocket so that when they find my body, I will look casual. <laughs> like, it looks so peaceful. Are, are these jokes too dark? Because this is what I'm going to end my album recording with. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work or not. There's a guitar in there. I like guitars because I, uh, I enjoy plucking G-strings. I know. For a man who never gets laid, that's the highlight of my week. Ah, anyways, folks, um, I must I must leave you guys. But I think when I die, I want to be uh, buried inside of a clear waterbed, and then give it to somebody who has trouble sleeping. <laughs> Anybody who can spend thirty nights in a row on this bed gets to keep it. <laughs> I don't want that prize. Well, that's the only thing I have to give. <laughs> <laughs>
So, anyways, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. What my everyone! Hooray! All right, we're back to the joke workshop. We're going to be giving this next comedian comments. So listen up and take notes. It's Paul Robertson. <laughs> So, uh, I watched that movie Big the other day. You seen that movie? With Tom Hanks, classic movie. Um, it's about a, a, a child who wishes uh, to be big, and it happens. Do you think that'd be like an eight minute movie? Like, are you going to go starve to death or freak someone out? But no, it's like a feature length. That's great. He actually, if the movie keeps going because he gets a job, you know, jobs. Anybody in here have a job? Yeah, he gets one. You know where he gets a job at? A toy store. Yep, real cute. You know how he gets that job? He goes there on a Saturday. Grown-ass man, 30 years old. To watch children. The toy store owner, he's like, who's this guy looking at these kids? Hey, buddy, you here with the kid? Nope. I think you need a job at my company. <laughs> you got ID? Nope. Perfect. Pedophiles love kids. You must know a lot about kids. That's half of the movie Big. It doesn't stop there. He has sex with a lady. Grown lady. Yeah, Big has two fantasies. One is uh, adults wanting to rekindle their childhood innocence, and it's uh, also grown ladies wanting to fuck 13-year-olds with no repercussions. She gets away with that one. Yeah, they don't talk about that. Mm. Anyway, she's still out there. In case you guys have any wishes left <laughs> on your Zoltar machine. You guys, for those of you who hadn't seen the movie, these jokes are awesome. <laughs> you know what's really important these days? I'll tell you what's really important. Being an ally. Give it up if you're an ally. Oh, you're cool. I thought I saw some Hitler supporters out there. There you go. Oh, just me? Just kidding. I don't like Hitler. I watch a lot of Hitler documentaries, though. Is that is that contradictory? I mean, does he get? He's not. His family's not getting any royalties for those, right? No, I didn't think so. So, what is your name, sir, miss? What I don't know. It's the Bay Area. Chris, 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 Chris. Are you a graphic designer? No, I didn't think so. You have a nice hat, though. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to tell jokes. Okay. Uh, I have like 27 seconds left. Mm. Nope, can't remember any jokes. That's my time. Thanks. 
Paul Robertson. All right, there's um, uh, microphones strewn about the room. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a quick one. Uh, the baby wishes to be big, and he becomes a pedophile. Would be like starting line of, of this show. You wasted about 30 seconds before you even said anything into the microphone. I don't know if that's a plan to make people uncomfortable and to make them laugh, or if you're just, you, I don't know what the, no, I, no, I you just, just okay. Because um, it's like 30 seconds. Um, and then, I don't think Hitler had any family. He didn't have any kids. And his parents, his mom died young. That's why he hated Jews so much, because the doctor who misdiagnosed her cancer was Jewish. But I just I don't know if he had a family, but that's it's just a weird thing to add in. Maybe he he was dating that, but he didn't have any babies from that girlfriend he had that he shot in the face. Yeah, Ava, Ava Brown. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Dakota? Uh, I, I I got lost in the words too. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I thought the I thought all the stuff up top was intentional, like the. This is like sitting in the long pause and and um, continually um, messing with the microphone. I think that's funny. Thank you. I think you can even sit in that longer, you know, if it was a longer set, obviously. Yeah. Thank I you, like Spencer. It. Yeah. Spencer likes to sit alone in silence or together <laughs> in silence. That's <laughs> one of those things he likes. Uh, I got I to gotta pee, so I'm going to go walk up and pee now. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Other comments? Any other comments? No, cool. Thank you. Do you have any much. questions for us? Any specific questions? Mm, nope. Okay. Uh, All right. Clap your hands together for thank Paul you. Robertson. <laughs> we'll do um, Kavita and then we'll give you a set. All right. We don't have very many people on the list and we're all here, which is fantastic. Your next comedian, we are going to be taking notes. Clap your hands together for Kavita Singh. Okay. Um, sometimes when I'm making friends, I like to just like lay it all out there. Okay, so then there are no surprises. I, I like you know speaking to people and being like, "Hey, I'm anxious. <laughs> I am anxious," and they're like, they don't know, they never know how to receive it. You know, they're like, "Ah, hi, anxious. I'm Sophie," and I'm like, "No, I'm I'm just preparing you um, for when it gets rough because we're gonna be best friends." You don't have any option. Like, I'm. I will die uh, before. Uh, I will die to become your friend. Okay. <laughs> We're not. Um, I I do have this one friend um, in our friend group who I feel like shouldn't be in our friend group. Okay. I feel like there's always that one person who is just like added to the Facebook Messenger chat, and everyone else is kind of like, huh? Um, and that's one of her friends, the hedge. And she just kind of annoys the crap out of me because her life is so together. Like, <laughs> she has a she has a fiance, and she has a house, and it's like in escrow. And I don't know what the fuck escrow is. Like, escrow sounds like some shit you buy at Home Depot. <laughs> you know, like oh, it's like oh, before you have the drywall, you put on the escrow, <laughs> or like some bougie British shit. Like oh, they're up smoking cigarettes on the escrow. 
Um, but it's rough. It's, it's really annoying because, I don't know, sometimes I'll, like, hang out with her and I'll be so excited to talk to my other friends. And I'll be like, ah, Pooja, yeah, I love you, dude. You're the best. I see my other friend, I'm like, ah, Priyachi, fuck your boundaries. I love you. This is so great. And then I'm like, ah, Sag. Okay. <laughs> How you doing? Um, I, uh, uh, okay. I think it's a, I, I think it's interesting how, like, remember how Biden, like, like sexually harassed a woman and everyone was like, Hey Biden, did you sexually harass women? And he was like, I don't remember. Um, which for me is very much like it's within the realm of possibility. Um, but like it, Alzheimer's, you know, kind of got in the way. Um, and that's, I mean, it's, and I realized that it's because my dad, I'll always ask my dad, I'm like, hey, do you remember how you used to beat the crap out of me and my siblings? And he'll just be like, I don't remember. But I feel like I could literally show him footage of that day. Like if I could go back 15 years and show him photos of being like, is that you? And he'll be like, yes. And I'm like, is that a shoe in your hand? And he'll be like, yes. And I'm like, is that me? And he'll be like, yes. And I'm like, is that the shoe leaving your hand and hitting my head? And he'll be like, yes. And I'll be like, did you commit this crime? And he'll be like, I don't remember. I'm like, I'm like okay. Um, I do. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, I do have a nemesis, okay? I don't know. I don't know if people have these people who they can't stand, okay? I'm 27. I thought that by the time you hit 27, you wouldn't have any of them. Like, they all just, like, died. Or you would just, like, spend your time with people who you're, like, constantly in love with. But that's not how life works. And I think it's interesting how, like, you could despise someone, but, like, they just, like, live on, you know? Like, I like I have people in my life where I'm like, fucking, I can't stand this person. Like, I go to bed, I'm like, they suck. Like, oh, oh, the way they ask for the drink. I don't, can I have a gin and tonic? Can you have a gin and tonic? Can you have a gin and tonic? And then they just go to bed like, I'm so lucky to be alive. You know, like, it's, okay. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this. Oh, it everyone. Uh, there's oh you get to stay up there, you get comments today. Um yeah. Lay it all out there. Um that's what you opened with. Um I was gonna say what's wh what's wrong with Sahaj, and you did eventually tell us that it's that she has a new house and the escrow part was very funny that you sit on an escrow. But I would have something in that list that's super silly like because you say what's what's wrong with her you know she's she always is dressed perfectly and she her house is going through escrow and then something ridiculous right like something just totally silly but I liked all that escrow stuff I thought that was really clever and then you even have an opportunity for a punchline when you said Sahaj and then you were gonna say something to her like you know like how's the new house I rent a closet in Oakland but I'm sure that, you know, and you can even call it back to the despise thing at the end, the people you despise, like fucking Sahaj. <laughs> Are you going to get a gin and tonic at the bar inside your house, like that's in escrow? You can like talk about how lovely her, you know, you, your crate and barrel bar collection that you're going to make yourself a gin and tonic later. Like, yeah, go yeah. fuck your face, Sahaj. <laughs> or whatever. But I like, I, it's all, it's all like, Good new stuff that you're going in uh, areas into, which okay. is yeah, Super yeah. Uh, other 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 comments. Um, 
Um, I was going to agree with, is this working? Yeah, I just have to get closer. Um, I was agreeing with Pam with everything she's saying about the joke about Sahaj. I was also thinking because you started with talking about how anxious you were um, with the friendship. And so it means like you were anxious to like be someone's best friend. But then in the next one, you next joke, you don't like this friend. So I think more of a bridge between like this anxious energy of kind of you seem kind of like almost like people pleaser energy. But then you don't like this one friend and make that very well known. And it almost seems like a disconnect. So I think some kind of bridge bridge there would be good. That makes sense. Any other comments? Other comments? Clap wildly, everybody. Come and sing. Yay! Yay! All right, just so we're aware of the list, uh, your next comic, Ashley, is going to do four minutes. And then we have from Michigan, Chipia, who's going to do four and then has the comments. And then John Gallagher with the comments. And then that's it tonight. So we're actually ending early. That's just kind of exciting. But put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Ashley Tomajin! I'm going for homeless chic today. Um, it was just really cold outside, so I put on all of my layers that I have in my car. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, so... Not that long ago, I had a sixth grader ask me, Miss AJ, do you know what this means? And he made that face. And, and I told him, you know, why don't you ask your mom if she knows what that means, you little shit? That's how she made you. And he's like, why well, I got to talk about my mama like that? And everyone's like, ooh, in the classroom, because I did it in front of a room full of sixth graders. So then here's the thing, though, and this is this is, this is this is not a joke, this is for real. The past two weeks, when I'm about to come by myself, I see that kid's face. And I have to stop what I'm doing and try to readjust. Like, I haven't had an orgasm in a week, you guys. It's been a while. I'm sexually frustrated, and I can't get this little fucker's face out of my... Like, it's... it's fuck, I can't... So when I told his mom whenever he got picked up that he, what he said to me and, and the face he made, she goes, oh, my God, that's the face his dad made when we made him. And I was like, I need to get this image out of my head. She's like, girl, you have yourself a bunch of drinks tonight. I'm like, I've, I've had a lot of drinks since then. This happened like six months ago. I still can't get that image out of my head. Yeah. And he, I've even watched porn, like my favorite porn, where – it's, I like bondage porn. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it was my favorite one where the guy puts, puts the vibrator on her clit. Can I say these words on the radio? Okay. He puts the vibrator on her clit, and he's like, don't move. If you move, I'm going to stop. So she stays still, and then she comes, and her asshole opens up wide, that's like my favorite. That doesn't. I still see that kid's face. Fuck. I, I I'm. Like here's the thing. I work with kids. I should not want to see this image. If I did, I need a new profession. I probably need to go to jail. I need help. I've asked Jesus to help, and this I got nothing. I've even I've even went over to 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 Ganesha, the the, the elephant god. 
Remove from all obstacles. He's not removed this obstacle for me, you guys. I'm running out of options. I'll try Satan next, I guess. All right, that's my. Uh, that's all I got for now. Thank you, guys. Let's give it up to Pam. Thank you. Next time, try Satan. Yay. All right, our last two comics. We are going to give them comments and pay attention. So there's uh, microphones strewn about the room. And your next comedian is all the way from Michigan. Yeah. Clap your hands up for Shippa. What's the joke? Because the hell is joking. A day to go until your life when it's broken. You need to be in a podcast. All of them? Okay. Hi, guys. I, I, came, I came here from Michigan just to be here with you all tonight. I'm kidding. No, it's good to be here. I don't know. I, w- I didn't even realize it's like this is on air. I'm on the radio. Such great things are happening for me already in San Francisco. Your open mic was amazing last night. So okay, no offense to anybody, but my name is Shilpa Reggae, which is fine. It's fine. It's easy. But nobody gets it right. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> and I think, you know, I'm Indian, I got lucky, it's an easy name, but nothing is going in my favor. And my job, the email software autocorrects Shilpa Reggae to shiplap regret. <laughs> and, and it's funny, similar to the whole escrow situation, shiplap regret sounds less like a name and more like the feeling you have after you spend too much money at Home Depot, <laughs> right? And I just kept, didn't want to keep correcting it, so my business cards now say shiplap regret. So <laughs> I'm just going to roll with that. Um, so I was at my dentist the other day, and my dentist was like, your mouth is too small. I was like, I've never heard a dude say that to me before. This teeny tiny mouth has made so many men feel triumphant. (laughs) Also, you're using your hands. It's not that hard. Get in there. And then that got me thinking about oral sex. Surprise. I was like, how come one word, it's a pretty nice sounding word, fellatio, can be sound powerful. Hi, I'm fellatio like an Italian name. It's also kind of cutesy and reminds me of the holidays. I'm like, fa-la-la-la-la, Felicio. <laughs> the other word is cunnilingus. I don't even want to say anything because it doesn't sound pleasant and it reminds me of a drunk Irish troll. <laughs> like, first name cunny, last name lingus. <laughs> um, so my husband, he is painfully polite. And I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, what's wrong with that shiplap? Let me tell you. (laughs) He holds the door open for everyone. We never get anywhere. At intersections, he'll just be stopped. Everybody passes. And he makes me live in fear. One of those fears is a connecting flight. (laughs) This motherfucker isn't going to get off the plane before the pilot. So we're definitely missing the next flight. Another fear being robbed while we're in the house. My sweet, polite husband will be like, dear thief, what are your pronouns? <laughs> and, he, and he's good li- He's good like this in Michigan. He's not even here, like, such a good guy. 
what do you not have in your repertoire? We have MacBooks, iPads, AirPods. Oh wait, we had a big Indian wedding. My wife's gold jewelry is in the back. I can bring it out to you. And um, I don't mind, I don't mind. He's polite, he's a good guy. All I want for him is to be nasty in bed. <laughs> He'll be like, who's your good girl? He pat me on the head. I'm like, at least pet me somewhere else, no. Spank me, call me a bitch. <laughs> Who's your good girl? And that's what I have to live with. All right, that's all I got for you guys. Clap your hands together for Shilpa, everyone, all the way from Michigan. All right, uh, we've got a microphone strewn about. That was great. Uh, about the room, if you want. Dude, to that was the the callbacks were fucking real, dude. Yeah. Like, you you got that cadence down really well. Uh, that shiplap callback is fucking so funny. Like that, it it catches us just just you. It's fun. Ship, uh, what the fuck? Did you do an Irish accent? Tried. You tried. <laughs> So I know this is gonna sound crazy, but like if you really like if you nail an Irish accent, like go like switch from you know your like your regular like Indian accent to like an Irish accent, people will shit their pants. Like yeah, I mean like it sounded pretty good like for like because I was like holy fuck that was that was cool, uh, but like just like the switching of the the accent. Do you do, do you ever do like a white girl like thing? You know like I do so okay cool yeah. sick, awesome. I, like I just. It's always fun to catch people off guard. So like that's uh, that's one thing that you that you're really good at, and I recommend just keep doing that. Like 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 I, you, you haven't. I don't know if you know that you're doing it, but you're very good at catching like off guard with your timing. So f now that you know that that, try and work on that. It's really fun. It's really funny. She code switches. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Hey, just a small feedback. Um, my husband is polite. Uh, the connecting flight. We were actually supposed to settle in London, but we are just because of he's so polite. We are in the U.S. because we had a connecting flight, and we never got a chance to leave London. Spencer has a comment. I think he, when you say uh, uh, "cunnilingus" sounds like uh, Irish something uh, <laughs> troll, I think you can go deeper into the act out of that. Uh, just actually, just become, become kind of lingus, you know. Get a, get a hunch, a hunchback. <laughs> ah, give me your riddles. Kind of lingus, you know. He's the, he's the grossest troll on the block, you know. <laughs> he wants to get into your pot of gold. There's got to be some pot. There's got to be some references there to pots of gold or rainbows or something about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> fun. Ah! Uh, hey, everybody, clap your hands together for Shilpa. All right, we've done it. We have we have one last comedian. I'm not doing any time tonight because my allergies are just killing me. I need I need some like some kind of aspirin or something. My head feels what? Yeah, it's this allergies are murdering my fucking face today because of the. The, it, all that all that rain and then I, I just see the little flowers in the fucking air it's, it's killing me um yeah Claritin. i've never even taken Claritin. this is the first year it's affected me this badly and it's because of global warming put your it is it really is put your hands together for your last comedian of the night john gallagher
Yeah, thank you guys uh, for sticking around. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you. I uh, just got back from West Palm Beach, Florida, and it's like a super crazy rich place. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It sucks ass. Uh, it's around a uh, millionaire selling boats. And the craziest thing is like, you know, they're selling like helicopters off of boats and stuff, which is pretty crazy. But I actually had a little bit of a brush with royalty too when I was down there. It's pretty nuts because I, I had a gout flare up, which was uh, very exciting for me. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't know if you ever had uh, heard of the king. It's called the king's disease, gout, which is where you your body outfattens itself. And boy, oh boy, did I never feel more king-like than when I was door dashing crutches from CVS because I couldn't walk. You know, it's like, you surf, bring me fake legs to replace my broken, shitty legs. And then hopping over, the <laughs> make me legs, bring me legs for my bad legs. Yeah, it feels, <laughs> feels insane. But it is, uh, gout is uh, probably the most uh, class conscious of all the diseases, isn't it, right? Because it's like, you know, the entire thing, like you said, the, the upper half collapses uh, your lower half because there's not a solid foundation, you know what I mean? With the, with the fat thing at the top, it, it crumbles all at the bottom, you know? I think there's a better way to say that. So you, you, have, you have to build a solid foundation with like a proper middle and lower class. Otherwise, the fat, the fat king rolls over all of them. Yeah, something like that. We'll work on it. It will work. We'll keep working. I, uh, I had a, my, one of my f girlfriend's friends had a really shitty date in this uh, douchebag <laughs> was drunk driving an e-bike, which was incredible to me. <laughs> just like how you can be just, yeah, such a complete piece of shit, like love the planet and just hate everybody else. You know what I mean? Like probably the most, yeah, probably the most the proactive environmentalist of all time. Like kill people, save the planet. Pretty awesome. But just getting a, a DUI on an e-bike, how incredible. <laughs> just what a sack of dog shit, this guy. He was he he had a date on the back and he fell over twice. Incredible. Just and she got back on. It's like I've never seen Stockholm syndrome react in my life. And she's like, but he's an environmentalist. She's like, yeah, I guess, but he's cute, so sure. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Absolutely insane. Um I had a uh, oh, d did you know, okay, so my girlfriend just got a uh, diagnosed with ADHD because she loves TikTok. Uh, and then <laughs> because everybody has ADHD now, it's very annoying. But did you know one of the symptoms of ADHD is, uh, is, is literally a thing called time blindness? Have you ever heard this? So it's just when you, d you can't keep track of time, but they call it time blindness. It's like, no, you don't pay attention because you have fucking ADHD. But it's like, no, I'm blind for time. It's like, you're not waking up in 1778, okay? You don't, you don't look at a fucking clock. It's like, you're not going around like, oh, what is it, the Civil War? What is, I can't, I don't know where I am. Is it, is it the 1920s? Am I allowed to talk? I am a woman, you know? It's like, what the fuck? Do I have rights here? No, fucking time blindness. The silliest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Yeah, just fucking, it made me so upset. I'm time blind. No, I can't. I can't plan plan ahead because I'm blind. I cannot. I can't look at the clock. Why would I do that? I uh, there was one. I was I, like I am. I have been fat and out of shape for a long time. One time I was running to catch the bus in downtown San Francisco, and the bus was too far away. So I was sprinting, and then I stopped, and I started walking, and I was like, oh, I missed the bus, whatever. And then I saw the bus had stopped, so I, I was like, oh shit, nice. So I got up and I walk up on the bus, and the bus driver turns around as I was the only one on. He goes like, Come on, man, you could have made it. <laughs> and it's not a good sign when the bus driver believes in you more than you believe in yourself. You know what I mean? You're just like, fuck, all right, I gotta. Didn't charge me fair, but he's like, all right, here's a Planet Fitness membership, and he, he's my tra he's my trainer now. So it was good. Um, 
What the fuck else? I had to buy diapers a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, just not. Just my penis and my butthole work fine, but it was for a sketch. I was going to play uh, Cupid's Brother Stupid, which was just a man in a diaper. I thought it was very funny. But then I bought these diapers, and did you know they make diapers sexy now? It's horrifying. <laughs> it's like I wanted to get classic, you know, the diapers, the puffy white ones, but these ones were just a dick print and hugging my hips, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't like this at all. And what a weird person to be. He's like, well, I'm shitting myself, but I need to get my dick sucked, clearly. Like, it's... Who's trying to be hot? Who's trying to be hot and incontinent? Who is this person? Just like, he doesn't deserve love. That's all. Okay, anyway. Thank you, guys. Thank you for sticking around. Bye. Yay! That was brilliant. Yay! I think, I, I have no comments other than you're brilliant, and that was hilarious. One time I was at the Brainwash, and I, um, tried out we had a show here years and years ago where we made everybody pee their pants with diapers on on stage and so to practice it i was at brainwash and i had diapers on and i stood up on stage and peed in front of everyone it was such a weird feeling to stand up in front of people and pee into a diaper that's literally my worst fear it's so (laughs) scary it's hard to do you have to like push it out because your body's like i'm not gonna do this i literally had that was like that was what i for years in stand-up i was like i'm gonna for no reason i'm just gonna piss myself on stage there's like a very real fear that it comes back every like two to three years good thing you're not an old lady sometimes when i cough a little pee comes out (laughs) and it's not my fault it's just or if i sing really hard like if i'm singing karaoke (laughs) and i'm belting i'll accidentally wet my pants a little there's, bit. there's still time. I got gout, man. Fucking anything's on the table. Uh, I'll just like hold yeah. it as fuck. So, oh my god, <laughs> uh, I love the gout bit. Uh, do you know like one of the? Do you do you remember the King of the Hill episode where Bobby got gout? No, I didn't. Uh, no, that's hilarious. yeah. So there's a King of the Hill episode where Bobby Hill got gout because he was eating uh, livers and uh, chicken gizzards and stuff like that all the time because oh, nice. that's another way they can get it because it sure. causes a buildup of crystal. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Just, just know that like there's you could you could take it really weird like oh, like totally. I feel like Bobby Hill I was eating nothing but like innards for you <laughs> yeah. know for weeks and now I have gout like, organ or, meats organ yeah, meats you really yeah. love organ meats Man, dude, I, uh, I love but I just meats. fucking love your cadence like oh, you, yeah. like you're so you're just pl- you're pleasant to listen to oh thank you that was nice uh, my note is my uh, my note is you're very unlikable and unpleasant <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> I wish I could kill you. <laughs> uh, the gout bit kind of calls for the tagline of you saying, and that's what I'm talking about. That's you know? All right. <laughs> that's, it feels very you. Yeah, that is true. Just like a shitty pun. It's oh, like yeah. Build up, like, build up all this goodwill like game show, Like game show host, right to him. <laughs> yeah, it's, hey. ah. That's what I'm talking you about. Have a you like, it. oh, my you, leg. You get it. Yeah, I do get it. Oh, you my get leg. Oh. Oh, I did not do it. I like I can't do, I can't commit. I'm a coward. I'm sorry. I, I'm, what, uh, maybe one. What, maybe what one. were you doing in Florida? Oh, I just I had to go there for work. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. What does BLC mean? Oh, BLC. It's a biggest little city. It's Reno. Oh, it's Reno. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. <laughs> Reno, Nevada. I was like, Black Lives, what does the C yeah, stand Black for? Black Lives I, Cackle. Yeah, I was like, I can't. Like a, I didn't a, know what it was. It's a movie. It's a movie theater shirt. It's like, it's like, stop it! Stop talking during the movie. That's how it is. Sorry. <laughs> Any other uh, comments? <laughs> no. All right. Thank you guys. All right. Well, that's it. We did it, everyone. We had the joke workshop. Did you come because you wanted to go up, or were you coming to see comedians? Oh yeah. We um we just finished. We ended a little early today, which is unusual. But um, come back Friday. We have a free show at six and. <laughs> Next Monday and Saturdays at Atlas down on the corner at 20th and 
uh, Alabama, and tomorrow at OMG at 6 o'clock, and Thursday at Bar Dolores at 8. So we have a lot of open mics that we run here. All right. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you. Enjoy your time here. Chilpa. Yes. Uh, cool. Yay. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Patrick Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy. Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, two seven eight one Twenty First Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep Mission. Every Monday at six p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Come watch your favorite John Hughes 80s films through a whole new lens. We'll have the subtitles on and the volume low while a panel of feminists critique these beloved movies that shaped a generation with sexist, classist, homophobic, racist plots and characters and settings along with a healthy dose of damage property. Hosted by staunch feminist Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio, join us 215 for 16 Candles with Warren Kraut and Emma Brennan. 3-1, The Breakfast Club with Spencer Devine and Dominic Delgadillo. 3-15, Pretty in Pink with Nina G and Allison Reynolds. And 3-28, Some Kind of Wonderful with Mel Michelle. 
Hey, it's really exciting. We're going to be here, 278 121st Street, screening John Hughes films with you, 6 o'clock, every other Wednesday, Mutiny Radio. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on, hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses, the print's too small. Hold on. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. I'll, it's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in whosthatlive.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to whosthatlive.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true productions. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... Happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live. <laughs> 278 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party <laughs> at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> 278 121st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here in Dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Best Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress through and press for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need. Ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the Parklet 
titans of comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine and even in the drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. In tri-level, dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value, and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that... Who's that? Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Join us on a journey everybody you're listening to mutiny radio.fm in.sf we're here for the happy hour yay the happiest hour of two hours ish of comedy every friday at six o'clock we've got comedians from everywhere they're gonna do jokes and it's gonna be fun and we all love stage time and it's great and uh thanks for donating everybody mutiny radio at venmo thanks for giving us money helping us stay alive yay so that we can help you help us Cool. Oh, the sounds of, I love, there is like a little bit of sour cream on your cheek, and I've just never, okay. It's cute. You know, that's the thing, is errant food on a young man, so cute. 
on an old dude, gross. <laughs> right? If you see an old man with like sour cream on the bottom of his lip, you want to vomit. But if you see it on like Peter Struckmeyer, you're like, oh yeah, baby doll. I just opened by, but it's, ah, I should have turned your mic up for that. You guys can guess the punchline. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. It's Dan Lewis. Yay! <laughs> How's it going, guys? What's up? All right, we're rocking it here today. How we doing? How we doing? Woo! Cool, cool. What do we got here today? I see. Brady Pearson. Tim. T I know everybody's name in the entire crowd. This is exciting for me. So it's good. My my mulleted friend right there. That haircut, by the way, that is an insult to the bald man right there. To waste precious resources like that. That is not fucking right, man. More like child molester in the front, child molester in the back. Child molester on his upper lip. Actually, I don't think people should suspect uh, Connor. No, no, parents should ha not have a problem with him because it's like, no child molester is going to dress that on the nose, you know? Honey, why did you let that guy take our kid camping? I don't know, just, you saw the haircut, fanny pack full of lollipops, a little on the nose. I guess we'll find out on Monday. Okay. Uh, just wanted to make fun of my friend a little bit um, before I started. I wasn't ready. Yeah, I am. It sucks being bald, man. I had to... This kind of suck. People ask me. People were asking me all after the Oscars about my opinion, just because I'm a member of the bald community. Uh, you th I don't really have any strong feelings about it, but I I really did enjoy being in exactly the same category as Jada Pinkett Smith in the civil rights struggle. That was fun. If I ever see her, I can be like, fight the power. That's pretty cool. People, my friends are like, that's different, man. She's got alopecia. That's different. And I'm like, how's it different how you got here, okay? We're at the same spot. We wound up in the same place. That'd be like if you're missing a foot. You saw another guy who was missing a foot. You're like, hey, I know how it is, brother. He's like, yeah, diabetes. And you're like, no, train accident. And he's like, I guess you don't know how it is then, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you guys ever notice how people are, so many people are like uh, almost proud of not being able to do math? They'll be like, oh, oh, oh you know me. and Don't make me do math. I can't do math. No one ever does that for other disciplines. You know, no one ever goes, oh, you know me, I'm reading. Don't make me read. I can't read. I can't read, you guys. Trying to date responsibly. Bought some condoms the other day. Got some magnums. Yeah, I got some, bought some mediums and some smalls, too. I based it on the size of the vagina myself. That's right. You've heard that one. Okay. I was, uh, I was, what I was trying to do is think of a, a, a another tag for it where I'd go, uh, uh, based on the size of the vagina, uh, I'm like a goldfish. I just grow the size of the tank. And the, uh, I like, I'm trying tank right now. But yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, <laughs> and then I was going to say, and then I was going to say, uh, and having sex, she's like, oh, you're so big. And I'm like, don't pin this on me. Uh, you know. Or, or uh, oh, you're so big, and I'm like, sorry, you had to find out this way. Uh, 
No, it's not. I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks for the feedback. I appreciate it, you guys. Um, I had a. I I did have a story that I wanted to tell about a, a, another comic friend of mine, a guy, a guy you, might, you guys might know. He was over at my house in the backyard, and we were having uh, we we're having some drinks. Marcus Marcus Howard was having we we're having some drinks. And Marcus, okay, let's just say, Mar you know, Marcus maybe sounds a, a little whiter than he is. I don't know. Does that does that checking out with anybody? He sounds like Professor Frank from The Simpsons, Marcus. Okay? And he's out there in the backyard just dropping N-bombs in my neighborhood, right? Le left and right. And I got high fences, okay? So all I know is the neighbors just hear some dude who sounds white saying the N-word over and over again. And I'm like, Marcus, you want to fucking cool it a little bit, man? He's like, listen, man, that's, 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 that's our word. I'm allowed to say that word as much as I want. And I'm like, all right, fine. I can't take it away from you, but could you maybe blacken it up a little bit when you do it? <laughs> I, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Dan Lewis, everyone. That's a funny new story. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh, yeah, comedy is truth. Your next comedian... It's the one with the mullet. I call him the jizz master. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Connor Lawsdale. Yay. Yay. Oh, the music stopped. Yeah, jizz master. That's what the kids call me down at the school right there. It's reverse psychology. You know, you think it's too on the nose. Um, that's what I'm doing that on purpose. Get these, get their guard down. So I can molest children. That's the joke. Okay, what are we doing? What else were you talking about, Dan? I wanted to retort. Yeah, okay, I, I guess that's all it was. I was just telling Dan about that. I do have a problem with road rage. And I realized that when I, I was in the car, I said this out loud to myself. <laughs> with zero hesitation or thought behind it, I said, I'm going to regret that decision for the rest of my life. And the decision was just to let someone go in front of me. I'll be on my deathbed. <laughs> come, come closer. I shouldn't have let that fucking Prius in. I should have known. It cost me 45 seconds. I don't. I don't have any tattoos. You got anyone here have tattoos? Pam's got a bunch of tattoos. I never got one. You know, I just never. I, I feel weird. I want to judge anyone else, but I, I'd feel weird about it. Like I, to me, it's kind of like you're just like, oh, this tattoo here, this represents how cool I want everyone to think I am. And then this one here, this represents uh, how cool I want everyone to think I am. And th this one here, this represents that I'm a Jew. The Holocaust joke. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It took you a second. I don't even like Holocaust jokes. In fact, I don't even like the Holocaust. If it was up to me, if I had a say in the matter, I would go. I would vote no. Hol no Holocaust. If I, was, if I was back then, I would be like, hey, don't, don't do that to them. Bad. In fact, if I had a time machine, I would go back, I would kill Hitler. Wouldn't you guys do that? A lot of people talk about that. Dan loves talking about it. I thought that was a good idea, but then I thought, what if 
you go back in time, you kill Hitler, but what if there was another guy that was way more evil and way more efficient? No, he, he back in Hitler's time, more evil, more efficient, but he just got beat out by Hitler's charisma. You go back in time, you kill Hitler, but that then that guy takes over. You think you did a good thing, you come back to the future, zero Jews. Just n none at all. Best thing on TV is young Sheldon. <laughs> There's schmegma everywhere. But then we realized that uh, schmegma is this unlimited renewable resource. So it d turned out to be, I guess you got to weigh that one. We don't really know. Is that worth all the Jews, unlimited energy? Okay. There was one more. <laughs> I'm going to put a shirt on. You guys, ever, fellas, you ever come too fast? When you're jacking off? That's not, that's, that's a sad moment. I, I can't even satisfy myself. Oh. All right, guys, my name is Connor. Thank you very much. Connor Lonsdale, everyone. He's going to put a shirt on for his show. It's a hot day, and... Uh, I w I've always, I someday we'll find out what's in that fanny pack. All right, I know what's in your next comedian's fanny pack. Oh, I was trying to make a weird, I don't know what that meant. Put your hands together for Peter Struckmeyer! It's a metaphor for my asshole. Hello, gentlemen. It's truly just gents and Pam here. Pam, you're like an honorary gay man. It's men and gay men here. Hi. Um... I really enjoy Latin man, Latin men, Latin, Latin man. Could you imagine that as a superhero? <laughs> Let's start that over. I really enjoy Latin men. Do we like the Latinos, Latinas, Latinxes? Yes, yes, I think they're very sexy. Uh, I hooked up with a older Latin man from Brazil um, when I was traveling a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he comes back to my hotel room, we have sex. He leaves, he does not spend the night, but he FaceTimes me the next morning, and he's like, I miss your smell. I was like, you miss my smell? Like, the fuck is wrong with my armpits? So here I am trying to assess all the pheromones that I'm apparently giving off. Then I learned, or then I realized, there was a Chipotle burrito bowl next to my bed. So this motherfucker <laughs> thinks that uh, my pheromones are like barbacoa and extra guac. And this happened a couple of weeks ago. This guy has still not taken a fucking hint that I am not going to date him. So every morning, he'll send me a good morning, how did you sleep message. And each day I reply with, pretty good, great, yeah. Slept well, and nothing happens until the next day. And then we repeat the cycle over again. Pretty good. Yeah, slept well. This morning, though, I'm going to read from my phone for this uh, because I have no new material. Um, he messaged me this morning a childhood fable. Anyone get one of those slide into your DMs? No, just me. So I woke up this morning to 
a message that's this long. Let's look at my phone here for a second. They spent a day and a night on a small farm belonging to a very poor family. When they returned from the trip, the father asked his son, how was the trip? Very good, daddy. And at this point, I saw the word daddy, and I thought this story is going to go in a different direction. Do you understand the difference between wealth and poverty? Yes. And what did you learn? Asked the father. The son replied, I saw that we have a dog at home. They have four. We have a swimming pool that reaches the middle of the garden. They have a stream that has no end. We have a covered and lit porch. They have an entire forest. At the end of the answer, the father was open-mouthed. Well, was he going to blow someone? Without reaction. And the little boy, hugging his father tightly, added, Thank you, Dad, for showing me how poor we are. This little boy may have taught his father the greatest lesson. It all depends on the way you look at things. The things that really matter are priceless. If you have love, friends, family, health, a good mood, and a positive attitude towards life, you have it all. If you are poor in spirit, you have nothing. Yeah, that slid into my DMs this morning. Being gay is wild, y'all. I get motherfucking childhood fables in my DMs from strange Latin men that I hook up with. I'm leaving you there. That's been my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Uh, give it up for whoever's next, for Pam, for Yay. Yay, Peter Struckmeyer. Yeah, I had to start dating young Latinos because I was tired of young white guys calling me mommy. All right, your next comedian. He's big daddy in the room. Put your hands together for Tim Taylor. Yeah, daddy, daddy. Great to see everybody. My name's Tim Taylor. I uh, love the w warm weather and celebration and anticipation of it. I actually shaved all my pubic hair. Just shaved it all off. And challenges, I actually have put on weight over the pandemic. And so I've had this little pouch here. And so, yeah. And so, like, when I look down, I see the jowly chin of Mitch McConnell looking at me. Like, I look down at my pubi pubis, and it's just... Oh, I've gotten more votes from the great people of Kentucky than any other senator in history. Somehow my pubis is, uh, hates all people but has an Asian fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's slowly growing back, so my pubes are kind of wispy. It looks like uh, that uh, poison uh, trickster in that movie, The Princess Bride. Inconceivable! Uh, you know, I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day without a shirt on, and I noticed I have a before body for sure, right? <laughs> a before body, but I have after hair. Oh, yeah. You know how guys, like, are really buff? They, like, stretch. All I just do this shit when I'm thinking. Like, I just throw my hair around. That's a, When I say no, I go like this, No. Oh boy, but I, yeah, I'm working on my dating life. I uh, I considered becoming a sugar daddy. Anybody? Any sugar? Are you a sugar daddy? You are not. No, good good call. Never thought about being a sugar daddy. That neither do I. So I'm like a fake sugar daddy. I'm like a stevia daddy, or like a sweet and low daddy. There's just there's something about asking, telling a woman I'm going to spoil her by taking her to the Nordstrom Rack Cafe. It just doesn't hit. <laughs> The Bed Bath and Beyond Bistro, <laughs> the Target Trattoria, like it's just I'm not attracting the right kind of women in my life. 
I see that, and I'm not off book either, which is, um, do you know, the thing is, I, I have put on weight mostly because I eat my pain, and um, it's because my mom's love language was volume. She just yelled all the time at me, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'd come home upset from work,